the Morning News Express, 621 at WFMD. Good morning, Rise and Shine up and Adam Bob Miller. Chris Michaels producing the uh, show in the uh, studio is the uh, public information officer for Frederick County Sheriff's Department. His name is Todd Weibel. And uh, Mr. Weibel, thank you for showing up and uh, being here so early in the morning. I appreciate it. No problem, Bob. Good morning to you and Chris both. Uh, you know, it's interesting that we started off in school, and we've done this before, where we've had um, members of our community and, um, you know, even our elected officials have said, well, we need to get rid of the SROs. And the very first day of school shows why we have to have SROs in our uh, in our schools at this time in our lives. It sure does. And just imagine for one second if those SROs hadn't been there yesterday and that young man who pulled that knife pulled it out in the middle of that fight just imagine what would have happened so kind of give us um information that you can give us about what happened so basically uh we had two sros at governor thomas johnson high school yesterday they happened to notice a disturbance between two groups of kids um they went over to break it up um they were able to break it up for the most part uh, one of the students started to resist arrest um, one of our uh, SROs pulled out a taser. It's called a, a show of force. Um, and and so that student kind of was, okay, I'll go with you. So then they started to take that student down to the front office. When they got in the front office, the student uh, pulled out a knife, uh, unfolded it, started to threaten the deputy. Uh, the deputy pulled out the taser again, um, kind of showing use of force. Uh, the student complied and put the knife down. And then when we went to arrest him, he kind of resisted arrest. Um, so then we took that student to the law enforcement center first, and then we took him into custody down uh, at the adult de- uh, at the uh, adult detention center where he was fully arrested and charged, and he'll be charged as an adult with first degree assault, which automatically makes it a charge as an adult. Yeah. Uh, so can we can we surmise uh, what the fight was about? I mean, you said two groups of uh, students. Um, I mean, do we know anything about these? Was it, I hate to ask the question. Was it racially motivated or not? Yeah, we don't know that yet, Bob. We're still looking into it. One of the initial thoughts that we put out is that we thought of those maybe gang related. We're not sure of that yet, so we're still checking into it. Um, this this will take us a little time to figure out, and I don't know if we will ever figure out exactly what caused them to fight, but it's just unfortunate that on the very first day at school here in Frederick County, we are responding to a situation like this already. Um, I, and I, I know I'm asking you a question that maybe I shouldn't be asking you, um, and then Chris Michaels brought it up last hour, is that schools in larger districts and things of that nature have metal detectors. Are we heading towards something like that in Frederick County Public Schools, or can we can we feel pretty safe that with the SROs we won't need metal detectors? Well, I, in, in my three years here, I think that we have shown the Frederick County Sheriff's Office and the Frederick City Police, we have shown that as long as we have SROs in the school, we're going to be able to be that deterrent. Um, if our SROs get pulled out, if funding lacks, if you know if something's passed and, and they pull them out, then I think you will have to look at other options. But We have a very robust, dedicated 16 SROs who are out there every day in all those high schools and all those feeder schools, and they're doing the job to the best of their ability above and beyond. Well, we talked to the sheriff the other week about SROs and, you know, the fact that schools were getting ready to open and that there are are men and women, I shouldn't say young, but I'm sure some of them are, um, that are are applying and wanting to be that SRO to actually try to make a difference in our Frederick County Public Schools. That's exactly right. So we're always looking for uh, new deputies, and there's deputies who are deputies now who remember um, 
de- uh, officers in our agency who were who were their SROs back in the day, and so it definitely correlates that. Um, we have students who say, hey, I want to do that. I want to be in a school. I want to help these students out. And so then they come and talk to us, and we do whatever we can to get them in. When we – and I'm not asking you to make those kind of decisions because you have to – you guys follow the letter of the law. But, I mean, we're talking a 16-year-old kid who got in a fight. Do we – I mean, and I, don't know, I, I know he pulled a knife, but, I mean, do we ruin a kid's life or and charge him as an adult, or are there other ways around this? Well, so we have a program called JEDI, and I can't exactly remember what that acronym stands for, but it's 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 a alternative program to something um, happening in a school with a student that allows them to um, have lesser sentence and 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 they actually go to a program, and hopefully we can get them turned around or helped out. Um, regarding this exact incident, I can't really speak to what's going to happen to him. I know he was held without bond last night, so he's still at the adult detention center. Oh, wow. Um, so so I see, according to a report, that the charges of for the juvenile, um, if it was, but uh, the, these apply. Are these all added first degree assault, second degree assault, dangerous weapon on school property, resisting arrest, threats of mass violence, reckless endangerment, distur- uh, disturbing school operation, um, failure to obey a law officer or law order, lawful order, excuse me, and um, an affray. What What is an affray? I'm not sure of that one either. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look into that, Bob. I'll get back to you, but I'm not exactly sure what that means. <laughs> So those were all something that he was charged with. That's exactly right. All those charges. And because of the first degree assault, it automatically charges him as an adult. Oh, a fray is a criminal offense that involves the use or threat of an unlawful violence towards another person in circumstances where there is someone else present at the scene. The person would fear would feel fear for their personal safety. So there you go. Thank you, Bob, for educating yeah. me this morning. <laughs> yes, education. And <laughs> so, Todd Weibel, uh, can you hang around for a couple of minutes? I want to do something a little bit different. And uh, you guys had to say goodbye to somebody uh, who's retiring in the uh, police department. Uh, we can talk about him maybe a little bit and uh, if anybody has any other questions 301-694-9363-301-694 WFMD A 16-year-old was arrested yesterday at TJ High School after a large disturbance News at 30 past the hour on News Radio 930 WFMD WFMD 930 WFMB traffic for Frederick and surrounding counties. Your slowdown on 270 southbound's growing, so you'll see a delay from 85 headed in through Hyattstown this morning. But Germantown to 495, there's no issues. 340 eastbound, pretty much a quiet ride from Charlestown to Frederick, as is 15 southbound from Pointer Rocks to Luckett's and Leesburg. No problems, 15 northbound from Frederick into Emmitsburg. And this report is a service of Frederick Aaron Bryant. Whatever it takes to keep you comfortable, Frederick Air, it's a good call. The 930 WFMD Skyscan forecast for Frederick and surrounding counties. For this morning, we'll have cloud showers and an isolated thunderstorm. Turns partly sunny with a stray shower and thunderstorm this afternoon, the high 84. Mostly cloudy, a couple of showers and thunderstorms tonight, low 70. Partly sunny, straight thunderstorm Friday, a hot day with a high temperature of 92. PJ's roofing. When it comes to your roof, They've got you covered. Visit pjsroofing.com. I'm meteorologist Jim Rinaldi.
If you step outside this morning, you're going to see a uh, day with some clouds in it. And right now, 69 on top of Grove Hill Road. More with the uh, public information officer of the Frederick County Sheriff's Department, Todd Weibel, coming up on the Morning News Express. Free Talk 930 WFMD. This is 930 WFMD and WFMD.com. Now. WFMD News. A Maryland state trooper saved the life of a woman involved in an accident Wednesday afternoon in Frederick County. State police say Sergeant Brian Blueball was working at the New Market Scale House and first to arrive on the scene of a crash on I-70. News and free talk for all of Mid-Maryland. 930 WFMD. Six thirty-three at WFMD Morning News Express. Bob Miller in the morning, Mayor Chris Michaels, and the information officer, public information officer for Frederick County Sheriff's Department, Todd Weibel, in the uh, studio. And Todd, I'm only asking this question because somebody uh, sent me a text message okay. and wanted to know, and that is, um, can we, uh, white kid, black kid, Hispanic kid? Oh, we can't put that out because it's a juvenile. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The only thing we can put out is that it's a male and a, and and their age. Okay. But if, so because he's a juvenile when it, because of his age for this, but you're still charging him as an adult. Right. But there's rules out there and laws that says even though we're char- charging him as an adult, we can't release information because he's still considered a juvenile. Okay. So obviously uh, being arrested, uh, you know, uh, he will be expelled from school too, right? Uh, and then I can't, I, I wish I could speak to that, but that's going to be up to the Frederick County Public Schools. So when, whenever stuff like this happens, we do our side of it, which is the law side of it. And then the Frederick County Public Schools does the administrative side of it and they make the, uh, um, um, They'll make the decision, the determining right. factor on whether or not he comes back to school That's if he exactly comes back right. to school. Yeah. Okay. You. Yep. Um, you know, I was talking earlier that, and, and I, you know, I'm older than you are, but I can remember, and I could be wrong, I can remember wearing a buck knife to high school. And, and you know you had the little pouch on the side of it, uh, you know, on your belt and stuff. And then of course, obviously, kids would come. You know, I lived in Woodsboro and went to Walkersville, so kids would be hunting and they would have rifles in the back of their their vehicles. And we just live in a completely different age now. We sure do. And you know, I went to Catoctin, and I don't think you and I are that far apart in age, really, Bob. But um, I went to Catoctin, and I remember everything that you're saying. I mean, you know. It, it, during deer season, everybody's pulling into Catoctin with their trucks and, yeah. and their rifles in the back. And yeah. it was never thought of again. I mean, but it's, it's a different world we live in now. It really is. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. All right, real quick, not real quick, because we want to give this uh, gentleman the, uh, you know, the uh, 39 years plus Captain uh, Scott Jewell. Uh, said goodbye to uh, Freddie County Sheriff's Department. Uh, tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, so he's been with the uh, Sheriff's Office for, like you said, 39 years, and he's had so many different positions. He's been on our SWAT team. He's been our Administrative Services Commander. That was his last job. And, and doing that, he had a lot of sections that he was over. And one of the biggest sections, which is new to us, is the body cam section, Bob. And so he's got a lot of different things that he's had a hand in down in patrol operations for a long time. 
um, uh, back back in the day when we had an academy here, he was involved with that, and so he's just had a great career with the Frederick County Sheriff's Office. Yeah, well, it's uh, obviously he's going to be missed, and I'm sure um, you know there'll be somebody to step up, take his place. I don't know; it might take him a little while to get to where he was and is, but uh, we wish him luck in uh, in his endeavors after his wonderful professional career. Well, we we appreciate you guys um, uh, um, acknowledging him this morning and, and definitely wish him luck. Yeah, we do wish him luck. Todd Weibel, anything else that I need to know about that we have uh, skipped past? No, I just think it's real, really important, just to hit on one more time, the importance of the SROs out there. And I appreciate you guys having me come on this morning and talk about that. You know, um, it's it's unfortunate that yesterday was the first day of school when this happened already. But... What, what it's shown is these SROs are vital um, to every school here in Frederick County. And as you know, Bob, Frederick County is growing and growing and growing. I mean, we're over 280,000 uh, plus here in population. So it's, it's, it's continuing to grow, and we're going to see our schools expanding and getting more students in it. And so I think it's, it's so important that we continue to highlight these, um, these deputies, SROs. Yeah, SROs are very important, and for the people in the leadership in our county uh, that uh, have the purse strings and have said that we need to uh, not have SROs, well, all you have to do is look at today's story in the very first day of school, and you'll understand why they are so important and the fact that they not only handle something when something goes bad, they are also there to invest in young people's lives and let them know that police are not the enemy at any time. It is the Morning News Express. Thank you, Todd Weibel. We appreciate it. Thank you, Bob.